Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode on the Celtic Now and for our podcast. My name is Ryan Crawford, and today we're joined by Robert Boyle again on the panel. Robert, how are you doing, mate? Hi, okay, Ryan. Yourself? Ah, not bad, mate. Um, obviously, we're not really that good, are we? Um, it's been a Kind of poor week of this season. Um, obviously, St Johnston game, mate, one each. Uh, your initial thoughts after the game? It's an absolute shit show. It's every week's the exact same. We're talking about how shite we are tactically, how easy we are to set up against, how we're, we're not getting any merit the players or the management. So, as we've spoke about for going on seven, eight weeks now, it needs to change, it needs to make change, it needs to change. Nothing's changing. So what makes they think with him in charge and the players no point under him or whatever, or the management, not just him, Kennedy and Stratton as well, what makes this board deals think that we miraculously got to change room? It's not that he's missing five or six first team players in that team. He's got missed his, his full strength team there and he's still no. We gave him an excuse of COVID and injuries, but there's only other two players that are out. Mikey Johnson and um, James Forrest so to me it's just an absolute shit show and the board and the management and everything needs struck back burn now mate I've, at the end of my terror like probably 90% of Celtic supporters this is we'll, we'll speak about that side of it um, because I'm big big agree me on it mate it's an absolute farce and the game yesterday he goes two up against Forest County and goes to one up front against St Johnston when it's a league game. Yep. To me, I, I don't, I don't get this one man up front. It's no work all season, so why is he doing it again? It's just, I don't know what your take on that is, mate. But for me, I don't know what he's. Why as you does he go back three then? Again, why does he go back to a back three as well? As I says, as as you've says also, he's admitting that he's tried different. He's trying the three, he's trying the four, he's trying the five. Why don't you just stick with a formation and just go with it? Stick same team. If it, if it is, if it's one up, if that's what you want to play, then do it. But don't chop and change because if you're chopping and changing, you're kind of basically admitting that you've not got a clue what you're doing. You're, you're, you've lost, you've lost identity. You've lost everything about the, about the team. You see, if you're any sort of manager to play against Celtic, you've no width. So you can play in the biggest part in the world, but you can narrow that part down because you know that there's no width on that part. You see it? They're trying to get through the middle. Don't know, Fringpong and Laxell on the wings, two kind of a wing-backs trying to attack, didn't work, everything goes through the foot, through the middle again. He's got Christie at one side and Rogic at the other side of Edward. I just, I'm baffled by the fall. I just, I'm at the end of my terror, to be honest with you. I've seen some bad Celtic teams and through history and remember there's no winning trophies, but this neglect and the way the board and the management and the players are treating us this season is a total fucking farce for tap to bottom. I just feel there's no even effort there. You can't tell me one player comes out that part on Sunday and says, I played 100%, I was brilliant, I gave my all, we were unlucky. We didn't. There's no, there's no again I didn't see their goalkeeper pulling off any one or two saves. One was a deflection. But I couldn't say we peppered their goal and then another day we could have beat them 4 or 5 1. We didn't. Again, it's slow, it's passive. There's no energy in the park. There's nobody tackling. They're all looking at each other, running about the park to make 
today they're dirty work. It's just the same shite week in, week out. It's like watching a recording for eight weeks ago. And then it's no different teams that you're playing against. It's so I could set up a team to beat Celtic or even draw a Celtic. And that's I'm not saying I'm a tactician, but I find it very, very easy to play against Celtic and that's the simple answer. Now everybody knows that how we play. There's nothing there, there's no width bonus. Very, very easy to play against. Um I've been watching my dad, a few of my pals when obviously we see even before lockdown. We were we were playing well, but it's all you've always got that kind of liability there. Um, and for me, yesterday again, it proves it again. Um, Christy, I thought was anonymous, poor. His delivery is ridiculous. I don't know why he keeps getting on corners and free kicks. He's getting paid whatever it is, ten grand a week, eight grand a week, whatever it is. Training every day, professional football player, and can he cross the ball? I, I don't know. If maybe that's not his game, then fine, it's not his game. Don't don't put him on the corners, don't put him on the free kicks, because it's not working. Um, Edward yesterday for me, it doesn't look interested. It's it's he's not even making it hard for us to see now. It's he's just not even trying. I'm not, I don't want to say guys are not trying, because that's kind of against that's just no right. But the effort, I, I just can't see the effort there. His chance. I don't, I don't see anybody gaining a 100% effort. I just see it all team individuals all just running about a part, as far as I can see. I mean, defensively, we're still shambolic. The first one was the one Beaton cleared off the line with a heater. It's another, it's another corner into the box. Nobody deals with it. Again, boy flicks it on. It comes back to um, Stevie May. He takes a shot and Beaton clears it. There's no communication. The goalkeeper doesn't communicate with the back three, four, whatever it is. The back three or four don't communicate with ourselves. They don't communicate with the goalkeeper. The boys in front of them don't communicate. It's just shambolic. It's honestly amateurish stuff at times. Well, the part. There's a photograph about, and it shows you Brown pointing at Beaton, Beaton pointing at Brown, and Julian pointing across, and they're all at each other. And there's a St Johnston player in between them. As if you go and all you go. To me, I just, I don't, I don't. Honestly, I don't know what the board... The board must be watching a different Celtic for us because everybody can see there's change needed. But again, nah, we'll stick by him. I just... I don't know why they can stick by him or how they can stick by him. I just don't get it. It's very... It's very, like, the same all the time. It's just like a repeated record every week. You're kind of... Obviously, we don't want to keep going back to Rogers, right? Because the football, when he first came in, was outrageous. But we were used to that. And now we're watching the the end of Dyer's kind of era. Slow, passive, no organisation. As you say, for me, the players look lost. And if you're, see, you know yourself, you played football. Most of the time, if it was Sunday League, Saturday, no matter what it is, you at least know your job. If it was for uh, your own knowledge, or you're playing with the guys every week. But... They, they just look, as you say, apart from Forrest and Mikey Johnson, it's relatively a strong team he's put out most weeks, the last few weeks. And St. Johnson didn't really cause his... See, apart, see he, even Rangers, when they played against his right, for me, no teams, apart from AC Milan, even AC Milan, obviously they could step it up when they want to. But in my opinion, no teams actually physically battered his doing. Like, it's all Celtic's mistakes. It's just... But it's very poor, team, man. They just know that we're terrified of balls into the box. As you've seen, for the one with Stevie May there, that he hits a close goal and beat on clears. And then their goal is... It's a big one. Nobody goes and deals with a throwing. It's like a heater just out. And then it falls to one him. And then it's just a wee ball behind the defence. Like... It's amateurish and Fring Pong doesn't know if he's defending it. And Beaton, I think it is, it's there on the right-hand side to clue. He's no got a clue. The ball goes across the box. There's freedom wanting. Julian slides in with the ball half-heartedly and the ball goes into the net. And you're just thinking, that's just it's pathetic. The, the goals we're conceding is pathetic. It's no 30-yard screamers where you go, mm-hmm. you can't get about that. The goalie, for me, isn't good enough. I've, I've yet to see the guy pull a saver. 
he's just a big fucking piece of shit as far as I'm concerned. He's a big weakling, an absolute weakling. He's a big giddy as far as I'm concerned. Scott Baines is obviously no good enough. So right away you need a goalkeeper in January. That's a, a must. We obviously need another defender in of some sort. A right back or what? I'm not sure. Because we don't know what fucking tactic on it's playing three back, four back, five at the back. We don't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing, so how are we meant to have him know? Um I just I'm just scunnered with it, mate. I don't know what else to say with the full thing anyway. I just I didn't even expect us to win that game yesterday. I didn't. And that's that's the last two weeks I've said that I'm not expecting us to win games because we don't create enough chances in the games. It was actually one of my pals, he's a Rangers fan, I actually phoned, he actually phoned before the game or talking about football and whatever else and just general life and then he says, oh, I'll call you the day. I says, listen, I says, it's not a gimme. The way we are playing the round, nothing's a gimme. He's like, no, he's a winner. I says, trust me, I says, we will drop me our points and obviously we did, but the goal was ridiculous. Again, I, I watched it again and you've got like four or five Celtic players and like one St. Johnston player and it's just, there's no shape again. It's all, see, the game for Thursday, I was I watched it a bit more detail. In the first half, the shape was all right. We were losing the ball, we were getting back in. And then as soon as we lost the goal, it just went to fuck. And why did, that, <sighs> go why did that Al Hamid again? Al Hamid never had a great game against DC Milan, but him and Fing Pong kind of linked up well against DC mm-hmm. Milan, caused a wee bit of trouble down the right. He goes and taps the guy out of the team. I'm not saying it would have been good in that game, but these guys are trying to build up partnerships with people trying to get like starting to build a, a momentum up with each other if he's wanting to go right this is uh, I'm going with a guy in charge but he changes it every single week every week maybe they can get to build up a partnership while apart because the only ones that have really kept in the team is Rogic in front uh, McGregor and Brown and to me that didn't work the weekend either they were what, as far as I was concerned, Rogic was never to be seen in the game. So you know, after 20 minutes, if Rogic is going to be one of his game or no. Um, Erin Ussi, would I give you width? Doesn't he, doesn't he has him on the bench? You know what I mean? I just He's never played the same 11 players two games in a row as far as I can remember this season. How the fuck is a team meant to gel together and get results if he doesn't play with the same team? It's hard to any level if you're not consistently playing, especially with the spine you start for the goalkeeper. See, I know last year, I know they're saying it's kind of the same lineup as last year, right? Fair enough, right? But Julian and I knew what they had behind them, and the goalie knew what they had in front of them. So, right away, you've got understanding. You yep. know who you're playing against every week. They might make mistakes, but you know the goalie's maybe going to save something like the Rangers game. Again, we could go back, I'll talk about that later on in the podcast but for me it's just the same stuff all the time and we'll talk about the fucking statement that I didn't want to talk about we'll talk about it later but the St. Johnston game overall mate was poor wasn't it it was just and then he's at yeah. uh, we can talk about Elinus's goal and I just I can't really be bothered talking about it anymore because what? I want to talk about his, his after game uh, the comments Lennon no fit the team's no fit man man it that's you and your backroom staff. and your, That's why you get sports scientists. That's why you employ these fitness guys who get all the technology, GPS belts. What the fuck are they getting used on then? If they're no fit, he's questioning Tumble's fitness. For me, that's an insult to the boy. Hey, a guy who's just come back from COVID. No, I mean, it's it's a, it's a, for me, it's an absolute insult. He's just came back from COVID, as you says. And Mullerwell went through a bad knee injury. And I don't know if people have watched his documentary. It was on YouTube and stuff. The other effort he put in to get fit and then he's moaning about the get he's, he's, he's no fit because he's not getting played. Griffiths yeah. is Griffiths he gave you a bit more yesterday, but again, he sees no fit, he sees carrying something. Again, whether or not that's just for a fan's perspective, he might tell you otherwise, looking at his body, fat and whatever else. I don't know what he's sports scientist they know, but it just does it. every player looks after it was the same last season between the summer to December we looked half it and then we turned a corner but do I expect it to happen this year? No, you can't rely on it all the time but I was just really annoyed about his comments he's just as you say talking about Rangers see if Rangers Stevie G or that other side of the city says what Lennon's saying we would be slotting fuck at the guy 
We'll be throwing him on Twitter. This guy's repeating nonsense. He's saying this, he's lost the dressing room. And now we're laughing so much. There's a, a Latin, a pizzazz. What does that even mean? A pizzazz. You know what I mean? To me, the guy, he's, he's honestly, people are saying he's a Celtic legend, right? And he probably does get down in that category. But last is a few weeks ago, is, this is demising the game mm-hmm. by game. The longer he's staying there, the longer he's saying, oh, I'm at Celtic Heart. No, he's no Celtic Heart. He's got his fucking wallet at a heart. That's the simple thing about it. And the board don't want to sack him because it's going to cost too much money. They want him to walk and he doesn't want to walk. To me, he's just, he's just absolutely taking the piss out of everybody. He's just, he doesn't want to give up his 40 grand a week wage. It's as simple as that. He will run us right into the ground before he walks away. That's the way he'll do it. And that's the sad thing about it. Because two wins in, in 12 games, all competitions, no one a game since the 17th of October. That's just, it. for Celtic, for, for any club, that's that's not on, man. Um, it's just the fans can see it and you've got, you've got all the, the media sprouting, all the, the absolute... Absolute idiots in the media that we don't like listening to their columns, and and then you've got the board coming out to the fucking the puppet Keith Jackson, the journalist that they always give me fucking snippets to, and it's him that's coming out and telling us stuff, and they're sitting there and no saying nothing to the fans because they know what we're going to say. It's just yeah. it's embarrassing, and the game yesterday is just for me it's done. But just need to focus on Leo again on Thursday. We just need hoping. Hopefully get a result, a performance, and but I like how going to for the board and as you say, strip it all back. For me, the first talk about the board, um, start putting on a dialer. I thought maybe he was maybe the, maybe the right guy at the wrong time in a way, but for me, the board cheap option. He was met by the assistant manager supposedly, um, and obviously Roy Keane knocked his back. Same as Lennon when the first came in, he was kind of the cheap option. Um, Dialer was more about when Dialer came in and Lennon left, he was talking about the fitness, the diet, the players. Is that the same this time around? That he's getting them too many days off, he's getting them, he's no falling the right. I don't know, but Dialer was no happy when he came in and he spoke about that um, in, the, in the media. And I think we've seen that a few on Twitter. People have kind of took the uh, screenshots of it, and it's just as a fucking strip it all back. It's just an absolute. The dinosaur, the guy's a dinosaur management. He stuck back to when he was playing. Aye. And football has, football has evolved a lot more than that now. Um, it's a lot more further forward, a lot more sports science, as you say. A lot more detailed. I don't think he's got a clue about details and stuff like that. About how to set up a shape, how to defend corners. How to defend corners is not very hard, is it? Let's be honest. But probably just the details of when to attack your ball and stuff like that. He's just, I think he was there to say He's a self-motivator. That's what Lennon is. Screaming mm-hmm. in your face, don't you? Try to get guys up for games. Try to tell people, well, if we do this right, we do that right. But man management, he's clueless. He's, he's been fun his full career. Anybody that's got a bit of knowledge about tactics, he's fun wanting against him. He doesn't know how to say it. He's telling you that himself against Aye. Hans at Park Kida. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, we need to come up with a new tactic. What do you mean you need to come up with a new tactic? They don't change their tactic. They know exactly no. how they're playing. You don't know how to play against it. So to me, that's terrible to a football manager if he can adjust his team to different situations when I park. It's all coming back to Hunters. And as you say, the cheap options just pay it when they're cracks. The cracks will always come back through. And this is now showing it. And the board now are just letting it wimp out. Well, now, see if we change the management, the first game against Sparta Prague, we still had a slim chance in the Europa League. We still we would have still been in the League Cup and we'd still be a bit further forward in the league. Um no. We're out of the League Cup, we're out of Europa League, and we've got the league hanging by our thread. We've got a Scottish Cup on the twenty fifth of December against Hearts. What happens if he gets beat that and he's still gonna let him go? They're gonna let him go to the second of January, where you could take a trounce in half Rangers and then you, your season is totally gone by the start of January. Four competitions, you've been knocked out of. And what are they going to turn around and say? What are they going to... What's going to be the excuse? See, to be honest with you, the fans should start going with their numbers, taking back their season book money. 
for last season that not a lot, thousands haven't even took yet. And then if it doesn't go that way, don't buy your season books and don't buy out the Celtic show. That's the only way this board will ever listen to us as support. That's the only way I would feel. Let's go to that sad stage. Aye, as you said, I was getting to a stage where it's something I never think you think about doing, no buying your strips, no gone. I, I just, it's, it's probably the same way Rangers fans felt, let's be honest. As much as we hate them, they yeah. they had it for nine years. No, The board always take money off them, this and that. See, at the end of the day, see, if you're not getting the value in the park that you're paying for, then you're every right entitled to ask for the back, in my opinion. Um, it's not just that, it's not even, you can take it and beat us before I come on here. My dad was talking about it, and he says, Ryan, you can take it and beat. We can all take it and beat, but we can take it if you're trying, and the team's, if he's trying everything, and the team's, you can beat 2-1 two, two and 2 and off, and you're just, but see the some of the stuff we can beat, with. it's, it's fucking, it's not even, I don't know what to say anymore. It's just very hard to watch. Ryan, it's all half-hearted. Everything's half-hearted for the players, the management, the board. Everything's half-hearted. Our board gamble every single fucking year on a Champions League qualifier. This year, mm-hmm. we've played with a fucking attack midfielder as a striker. Right? So we, did, we needed a striker. Couldn't get a striker. We get a Yeti and he's unfit. Every year, the year the year before under Rodgers, we were screaming it for a centre-half. Boy, I was out injured. Nah, mm-hmm. we'll go without a centre-half. We'll put Beaton in at the back. That's every year, the last three, four years, we've gambled. And then we'll go and try and sign a player. That's, our board has neglected the team for years. They go and buy stupid things like fucking disco lights at two and a half million when you're screaming out for a centre half. Let's be honest. No, I'll do the Celtic way up because the Celtic way will get us into the Champions League, won't it? Because it scores 20 goals a season. The disco lights score 15 goals a season. It's absolute bullshit, mate. They're just trying to make us out to be fucking scapegoats. Well, we did try. We tried to get this guy in. We tried to get that in. They're more interested in making the outside of the stadium and the disco lights and everything else, and well, we'll build a hotel and we'll build a big um, museum and that. They can't give us a thought about a museum, disco lights or Celtic what we but Celtic fans care about is the product on the part. If the product mm-hmm. on the part's good, you'll make the money to then build stuff like that. It's just the most important thing about Celtic's the team on the part, nothing else. And Peter Lawwell's bonuses and all that shit, it's they'll just take the absolute fucking piss out of us, to be quite honest with you. Aye, well, you're, you're talking about Lowell well, right? I agree with you're saying, mate. If the product's not in the park, you're not going to get your fans coming to fucking going to Celtic Way. If you do get product in the park, you're not going to get exciting games at Celtic Park to have your fucking disco lights. You're not going to get all that if you don't have the product on the park. Um, talking about Lowell right? For me, you spoke about it. My opinion is, right now, right, you pay good wages for a high standard of a friendly manager with the Rodgers, right? You get what you get with Rodgers, you go to product in the park, you get everything else. Instead of getting Lowell six, eight grand a week, which he's fucking getting, why not, that, why not give that to a fucking top draw manager that's going to give you success? I don't see the harm in that. I don't see financial how it's not possible either. Why don't, why don't he take 30 grand a week and fucking give the rest of 30 to a top manager? Why does he still take his bonuses? Don't get the Champions League. Why is he still getting two million pound bonuses? He's took fifteen million pounds at a Celtic and bonuses alone. They came into Celtic. Fifteen million. I'd say we've probably made the Champions League about four times out of the what's he been here? Two thousand about twelve years or something. I think it was two thousand and eight, that's around about there, two thousand six around about there. He came in and he's took fifteen million pounds in bonuses. I don't see us getting to Champions League quarterfinals no. in that time. I've no. never seen us getting Go to the last 16. No. Aye, Stratton, Stratton goes to the last 16 twice. And Lennon does another, didn't he? Aye, and Lennon. But I don't see us being constantly doing an Ajax and get the semi finals and quarter finals of Champions League or even got a Europa League final. I don't see it. So why does he justify £15 million just in bonuses? He's probably took about £30 million at a Celtic. Earth Cup wasn't built on making guys rich. Earth Cup was no. built on. Looking after the poor, and that. That's what mm. it's about. We don't even give the minimum wage to some of the employees at Celtic, but he can justify six to eight grand a week. Come on, mate. It stinks that absolute fucking shit show, man. 
we all know what's wrong. Um, and as you says, the only way you're going to get a change, obviously we've, we've all heard rumours that he's supposedly leaving the end of the season. Um, see, when it comes to, it's all right them saying we're financially secure, right? Fair enough, I accept that. We've, we've been through a pandemic, we're still secure, I understand that, brilliant. It's all good for the figures, it's all good for statistics, but see if you look on the park, it's just no it's just no going well at all. Um let the manager get a good manager if it is somebody the cardboard orders. Again, will we get that again? I don't know. Let him take the football side of it. Lowell Desmond and Ian Banky have got another another guy him. Uh, the less about him the better. No Tory. Don't want that, Davy. Um for me it's just but accepting media obviously it's ridiculous, man. Brendan Rodgers left, right? We were all sick. I was sick. You were sick. Everybody was sick. See, see, looking now on hindsight, it was probably right to go, right? The guy that was coming, right? Aye. See, see, when he left, right? Aye, we were all devastated, right? But he gave us about six months or so to get a manager in. He gave us time to replay of it. He gave Wenner a stepping stone. I think it was about 12 points or 10 points ahead or something, or 8 points or something, yeah. whatever it was. He and left us, aye, so it, on hindsight now, you, you strip it all back and you, you calm down, you look at it, he left us all right, right, he left Len in the squad and whatever else, but we've not been to get our manager, they've waited and gambled in us, what happens if we lost that treble treble, would you have kept the joke, or would they went, oh shit, now, now we need to panic, we'll get they never had a plan B, they don't seem to have a plan B for them, they've told they, you this all right. We quoted Mourinho, <laughs> fucking Benitez, all these guys. And, but, but obviously, you yourself, you get hyped up when you see it in the press and Twitter. You get hyped up and then, obviously, you've won a treble, you're, you're buzzing out your nut. And then, as we've spoken about before, Lennon get appointed and you're kind of like refreshing your Twitter and like, what? No, no. You're, you're deflated, man. You've got to just strip it back. Pay your money for the good managers who are out there. Uh, if, it's, if it's your Ralph Raniex, the old Leipzig guy, if it's if it is going out and being absolutely, if it is if it is going out and being ridiculously <laughs> trying to get bit potch potch, I know it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But the money's like, it, <laughs> simple. As Peter Lawwell, right? Why can't we just go off a potch six at the end of the week? Exactly. I'm just. I know it would never happen, right? Because that's just taking out, out the question. But you've got to go for. You've got to. You've got to want better. Uh, for me, it's just the way he was appointed. I felt it was wrong. I was deflated. He's a yes man to me, and I think when Rogers left, I think they were happy because Rogers isn't a yes man. He sees no a yes yeah. man. You can see it through his press conferences, talking about transfers, blah blah blah. Um, talk about Rogers when he was here. Some of the some of the guys who you're rumoured with. They were very, very good players. Like the guy he signed for, for Leicester, uh, the right back, Castagna, he was he was rumoured to go to us. I think we bid £6 million or something, whatever it was, and get knocked back. He's went to Leicester for £20 million. So, mm. who, it's, is it the money that we, or is it just the fact that it was Rodgers was there and we were linked with these guys and he, he knew what was coming and he left? For me, the standards are dropped big time. The fitness is dropped. We didn't even speak to other managers. The, for Rogers the knew that Lustig needed replacement. Aye. Rogers knew that Lustig was coming to his time and they wanted to replace him with quality because Lustig was quality and they didn't do it. They wanted to replace Brown in the middle of the park with McGinn. Quality on quality, the board didn't do it. So Rogers must have looked at me. So I'm just going to get game anybody that they bring in. Some daft guy I don't even know about, like your Marvin Sveds who Rogers didn't even know anything about. Mm -hmm. So Rogers, you know, all coming and went, you know what, I'm not hanging my fucking neck out the line for Peter Lawwell. Somebody else can do it. It's as simple as that. So at the end of the day, the guy did leave, but I now know why he left. He's seen this all coming behind the scenes, but couldn't come out and tell the fans, obviously. And there's obviously, there's a lot of things to talk about that and all. But we didn't speak to our managers, right? So again, they plan B uh, for Lennon. The fact they've come out and says that's ridiculous. So you're no doing your job as a board, as a chief exec, as a chairman, 
Demons is a, is a major shareholder, whatever. They're not doing their job properly. Um, it's just, it, we, need, we need a false strip, in my opinion. Even if we go on and win the 10, which obviously it doesn't look, it doesn't look good to know. Inside, you're hoping, you hope and pray the team can turn it around and blah, blah, blah. But even if you win 10 in a row, there's going to be major changes next year. Um, I don't think Dermot Desmond will be interested, to be quite honest with you. He might have a lot of money. But how many times have you ever seen a guy at Celtic Park? Is he not an Arsenal fan or something? Man, you or something? He's supposedly a fan of somebody down south. In golf. That's what he's into. Um, he's I get soaked in there. I thought it was a good transfer one day when I got we get a goalie, we get a centre back, we get that so eventually it was too late again, gambled in this fucking Champions League. It came too late. We signed Tumble, um, no playing him. Uh Foster. We're crying out for a goalkeeper. We don't know the stumbling block with that. The guy Tony. Why not get him? We signed a jetty, he wasn't fit. Brought him in, um, Barkas, Duffy, and Maxwell. It's just he wanted to come to Celtic, but the Celtic board wouldn't push the boat out to get him. And Barry Fry just came at the paper there. I've seen that. Aye. I'd already heard about all this, so I had um, that meant to be Tony's missus, a Scottish, and he that came to Celtic in a heartbeat. He was happy to come to Celtic, but the board. What I said, I before they could get Tony or whatever, they wouldn't pay the money that Barry Fry wanted. So, again, neglect the board. Because we've been crying out, even under Rogers and Dyer, we had obviously Van Dyke, but even take away him, we've been crying out for years for two big solid defenders at the back. No nonsense, just play football. Uh, sorry, just defend, no play football, just do your job. Don't concede goals. We left. We let Sinclair out, uh, go to Preston. For me, I still, I'm still baffled by it. I know his form wasn't the best, but it was an option. It was at least 10 goals, 15 goals a season out of the window. Didn't replace him. Um, Could be a system. We let um, Johnny Hayes go and Simonovic go. Probably two average players, yes, but Hayes was always reliable. He'd done his job. But here last in our season as as a a squad player, probably Samanovic said the one year left. We all know his knee was fucked, but see if he can play Saturday and then Saturday and he's he's alright, then play him. It's an option. Yeah. Instead of as you say, sticking beat on at the back, I'd rather go with Samanovic. People might disagree with me, but I thought the guy was decent. I've always said that see if teams for Italy or France bid for you or want you, you must have something about you because Especially Italians, they don't very rarely do they look at players that can I defend. Um, and obviously, I think there's a few Italians looking at the Jojo before before we can. It was after a year, and then they were wanting him. Um, but we let him go. Gavin Stanton comes in, despite supposedly I seen on the that Celtic State of Mind podcast that John Paul Dyke says he's heard that supposedly other assistant managers and whatever said. They say like, right, we'll come, we'll talk to you. And he says, no. They went with Gavin Stratton. Again, no doing, as you say, negligence, no doing the proper job, interviewing guys, looking at them. Term- it's just, there's a, I'll go into the actual results side of it in a minute, but I just want you to take on that, mate. It's just, there's so many things that are just, it's nip and tuck now. It's, we've seen it coming, but now it's coming, and now we're just, it's exploding. It's just, if you tap to bottom, mate, it's total neglect. It's just arrogance about them. I know, Ryan. I just feel they just they just felt what one step ahead of Rangers will always be one step ahead of Rangers. No matter what we'll do, we'll always just be ahead of them. We've let them. We've had their foot in their neck, 
and all you had to do was crush it. And we go and win this league at this season, you get a Bone Rangers at work because they then need to sack Gerard. They're then in financial ruins because they're no making money half winning leagues, no getting a chance at the Champions League. We had all that annual graph to do that and we've just gradually took our foot off our net and just, as you say, transfers with Peter Lawwell, no getting deals done out of the line, bringing Lennon in, bringing Gavin Stratton in. It's just, oh, as you say, there's no homework done in all this. This is just, oh, Lennon's a good Celtic man. He'll come in, he'll do a term. Oh, that's Gordon Stratton's boy. Gavin Stratton mm-hmm. will bring him in. Letting guys like Damien Duff go without even putting up a fight to try and keep a guy. Everything's just downgraded. Your centre horse, your right back, your left back. Everything's downgraded, the goalkeeper. Now you're going to start downgrading your midfielding or that. Your strikers are waiting downgraded because you get rid of them barely. You're not replacing them. The management's been downgraded. Everything's just been downgraded. Everything for your management, your players, your scouting system's all been downgraded. And this is the effects it all now. It's all come to a blue. We're all seeing it now for what it actually is. It's total neglect and total fucking ignorance for them. And now it's coming back to bite us on the arse. And now the way they're treating us with the results business is if it's just acceptable to win two games in 12. It's just it's a shambles. No way we'll make a difference. There's no renewing our season books. No part of the club show, which will be very hard for you to do. Aye, but I think, <laughs> I think they know that. If they put a new strip next year and it's nice, people will buy it. Like myself, I'll go to new training gear as much as I hate them, but they're dentists. If, if, if they put something out of the I'll buy it. It's just, they're no uh, daft in that sense. Um, but for me, I've been for about 20 years and I've not got up, but uh, the way I'm going in there, I feel like just going down and flinging it right at the cellar points for the floor, so that's just the way I feel. I feel absolutely. I think, I think it's you and a lot of fans, mate. It's not just a minority, as we say. And for me, it's all been. See the fact that he didn't actually have his. He didn't get to pick his own backroom staff either. Obviously, Damien Duff was there, but Duff would have been somebody who I would have, I would have kept. Um, Obviously, we've heard rumours about the Manti Tommy Johnson and all that. We don't know. I don't know nothing. I'm just going by Twitter rumours and WhatsApps. Nobody knows the truth unless you know people inside Parkhead. It's just all rumours. And again, but rumours can be true. Um, but for early season, the qualifiers, man, it was just fair as far as game. We didn't get any money for that. So a team we should be beating, I don't care if they, if they were close to beating events. I don't care because that game... We by half time the games have been done. Um, we get in Sarajevo, the Europa League qualifiers, poor, very lucky. Then look at this season, the, the that disaster European group we're in, most goals against, and then the Rangers defeat. Everything's just it's all hit as it wants. And I don't think I, we're no shocked as fans. Obviously, we, we want success, we want to win everything, but we can take it and beat. We've been beat before, we can take it, but then as you say, it's just pure neglect, man. It's just pure daylight robbery and neglect at the board. We don't know anything about money, financial. We don't know what goes behind the scenes, but whatever goes behind the scenes is just, it stinks for the core. Um, we all know, no matter what, if we win the league this year or no, there's going to be a fire sale. Guys like Edward and the Cham, I, but she, 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 she even own them, right? How can they? It must be due to what they're doing in training. It must be what Lenny's doing because how can they guys under Rogers be flying, fit, fucking scoring goals for everywhere? To can do it's all for the manager, and it's all for the board. It's all for it's all a big cauldron. It goes for one. It's the Dons. He's doing and doing and doing and doing. Yeah. Um, it's just for me the club's been doing holding now. Um and I, again is it because as us as fans, are we putting too much on the ten in a row? No, I don't think we are. See if you're a Celtic, if you're a player and you don't want to be in a season where if you win this league, obviously we want to win the treble every year, you want to win doubles. You want to win doubles, right? But see end of the season we win the league, you go right, oh cross county gamer, oh fuck it. We won the league, but it's you've got to look at the new, and it's very, very, 
saw Dooming Gloom. See, in the summer, when we signed some players, but before the Fairness Varos game, we were all kind of optimistic, win the league and this and that, and then we've just totally... I know the word I can use is neglect, eh? It's just pure neglect. We're not going to win any games anytime soon. If we do, it's not going to be pretty. It's as simple as that. It's going to be a scrape to the line job if we win it. I couldn't tell you this season when I've seen us a full game, played half a game is no bad, but we've been good and players have cut. The players are playing as individuals and that's just going to be how it's going to pan out. To me, that's just going to be left to rot. They're just going to let it rot away and just stay where it's been. And that's, it's going to be too late by the time they want to make change. They don't want to spend money on a manager in a pandemic. They don't want to spend money in mere players because Lennon will just accept that he's been given, that's it. The team will, he's been given, that's it. I think that's just going to, it's just going to hold up to be an absolute farce of a season, to be quite honest with you. That's the way I can see it. And I don't know how they'll recover for that Celtic because thousands will be in other books. Thousands, the top tier will be a big massive banner across it again. And that'll be down to the Celtic board and the management. And I don't even know who why it touches you'll be after that, to be honest with you. It's just reeks a pure shite to me. It's just very hard to I see because you, you've been used to success and but see even this season we've kind of no really had the best of transfer windies. I could tell you the last windy where maybe the first the Rogers may have brought in Sinclair and guys like that fair enough but we've not had even on the diary we didn't have good windows we've, mm. I want to know I want to know who sanctions players because see under under Tyler we had guys like Carlton Cole who the fuck sanctioned that? Listen, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in no way, in any sort of way to slag football players, right? Because, one, I didn't make it myself. Two, I'm a fucking 12 and a half stone. I've no got the ability to a football player. So I can't, but as a fan, you've got to look at the board and go, how can how can you look at him and go... You can't tell me Ronnie Dyer looked at Carlton Coleman. That's a type of player no, I want to That's not today with Ronnie Dyer. No chance. Colin Kazim Richards, come on, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who says it? Who says these guys? I want in behind the fans. It's, it's the same way you see the way Rangers under, were under uh, Big Pedro signing guys like Penn and all that. That's the way we, some of the signings have been like, even other Rodgers, we signed that. I'm all going to for Gamboa. Can I get a game for West Brom? Jack Hendry playing in Dundee. I'm all going to pound. Came out with pounding duds. I know, it's frightening. Who, who's, who's actually watching these guys and going, I can turn them into players? I, I've obviously, we've spoken about it. I've spoken about it in detail about that. See, in, in other podcasts, I've said it, it doesn't take five weeks to scout a player. But I, what I meant by that was, it shouldn't take you five weeks to get a deal of the line. See if you like somebody, go and scout them, get it done. None of this, oh, as you say, we'll wait That's to the league. Look at this boy, the American boy now, Mackenzie. Aye, I've seen that today. I've read a lot about him. I've read that he's one of the brightest young talents coming out of America. Um, now it's coming out that Celtic had a chance to sign him in the summer, but they went and caught Shane Duffy. Why would you go and get a guy who's not getting a game at Brighton to a boy that's coming through that's promising America? Surely a guy that's promising coming through, young boy, American, seems more appealing to you than a guy who's sitting on a bench at Brighton. Just my opinion, maybe, but I just, I just feel it all. It's, we're, we're going to the Premier League, right? We're signing guys like Shane Duffy for Brighton, his bench. Got to West Ham, signing a guy for fucking West Ham's bench and a Yeti, can I get a game? We've got to Southampton to sign a guy, Elanusi, who's on Southampton's bench, or can I get into the squad? Why are we going to Premier League teams that are doing rough or doing about the bottom? They're only winning it. And got to their benches and got to their squad and going, well, he'll be a cracker. If he's not doing it down there, what's to say he's going to come up here and be fucking spectacular and brilliant? I just, I'm not getting a signing policy at all, mate. I'm not getting it at all. I don't think we've actually had it for years, mate. I think, see, bringing Rodgers in, I don't want to say it papers are cracks because what he done for us was 
you pay for what you get, and see, any day now, right, if you go to Primark, you buy a £5 tap, find a few washies, it's going to rip, it's going to discard, but if you go to a, a designer, like, you pay £100 for a tap, it's going to last you a long time. For me, that's a, it might be a shite thing, a, a, a shite thing you, you can balance it on, but if you pay 50 grand a week, 60 grand a week for a good top quality manager, you're going to get top quality bathroom staff, you're going to get top quality scouts, Fair enough, Rogers is scouts, but Matt Conkert was a bit of a sham, mate. But Rogers knew the English market. St. Clair for me was an absolute genius signing. Four million pound in him was an absolute for me it was I know he was doing a wee bit in his, his first season, but that first season was fighting. That's it. Fair enough. He might have been like you're there on the season, but he was still playing with Villa in and out of the team. Um but he came up here and just totally I don't know what it is with the signing policy. I really don't. Um, I you'll get the you'll get the wee gems like your Dembele's, blah blah blah. But we let Tierney go for twenty five million pound, right? We all knew probably by the end of that season or when he left at the start, he was going to go Tierney. He was going to go at some point. How could yep. they not get a left back? They all knew he was going to go for between twenty forty million. We all knew that, right? How can mm. they not sc- scout somebody? How's no buying somebody in just six months before tearing the leaves and just let him build his cell into the team? Like Aaron Hickey, just say for instance, the boy Hickey, mm-hmm. right? We've identified Hickey, just just say for him for a right Hickey, you're going to be up, you're going to be on the right left back, but we're going to blend you in just bit by bit this season. Your game tearing will be injured, you'll get blended in, and then for six mm-hmm. months, blend him in. Tearing goes away in the summer, that boy's then going to hit the ground running because he'll know exactly. He's been in the team, he knows exactly how the team plays, he's watched Tierney, he knows how Tierney plays and what Celtic are looking for. It's simple as that. But as you say, everything's just £25 million for Tierney, great, brilliant deal. Then you've got Johnny Hayes as your left-back, which is a left-winger, right? Then you, you've no go to left-back, so you go and sign Ball and go at £3 million. Doesn't work out, guy's are an absolute shambles. You go and sign Greg Taylor at £2.2 million. The Camark, alright player. Probably never going to be in the breakfast Tierney. No bad defensively, right? So actually then spent five and a half million and two players. Then I don't know what you're paying for Laxell. You're probably paying him a couple of million for a loan deal and all that. And at the end of it, you're stuck with £10 million you've spent a Tierney's money and you're no guaranteed a left-back that's there to replace him. Because we don't know if he fancies Greg Tierney or Laxell's going to sign a deal or he just can't find a left-back to suit it. We just don't know. Lustig goes away, no, no replacement for him. Boyata's left, we've never had a replacement for him. With Foster's left, I've never had a replacement for him because the goalkeeper's come in, no done it. Craig Gordon leaves, no replacement for him. To me, we've no plan B. If plan A doesn't work, we've no plan B, C or D. You should have A, B, C, D through everything, through goalkeepers, through left-backs, right-backs, centre-half, centre-mids, defensive mids, there should always be three or four plans to every player. And it just, to me, if plan A doesn't work, we'll scrabble about and try and do something. That's just what it seems to me, it's like. I just don't know. See, like, the, the guy who is probably Ace and One's best player, you know, the guy, Hog, Hager, Hog or something, during the yeah, week nah, nah, nah. Four million night for... Bodo Glum, I think they're Norwegian, right? I think they're just won yeah. uh, uh, that league. How can we not sign a guy like that for £4 million before teams like that go in? Where, where's your scouting system? Where are they scouting? Is it, is it just down south? Is it just down south for scouting? Or is it in... Because Bogan Golly, see, that is out of the blue for me, right? Against Rangers, it was brilliant. After that, that was it, done. It was, it was never ever seen. Um, I, I don't know. Obviously, we can't get the access to what they do behind the scenes, but I'd love to know where the scouts, what, what the scouts do, because we don't, we only seem to see the B gems like Hooper. Hooper was from down south. Yeah. I want to say was I wasn't really saved a gem because people did hear the name. You've seen it on Sky Sports. I've seen them. So that wasn't a, that wasn't something which was just plucked out there. You have no go 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 to like Dyla. But with Ayer, Ayer's all right, right? Ayer gets his critics right, but again, he's a he's a defender, he's a midfielder playing as a defender. I would like to see Ayer playing in centre mid to see how he is because he's very he's he's very good 
at taking the ball out. Sometimes that's priceless, man. See, taking that uh-huh. ball for defence, it's... I don't know what he'd be like in midfield. Again, Dyer signed him, and I think Dyer... Was it Dyer that no got the ball rolling for Dembele, wasn't it, for the left? Wasn't it? Sorry? Uh, Dembele. Was he no already in the ball before Rodgers came in? With Dyer? I think he was, wasn't he? Aye. Obviously, Dyer did sign some duds and all, but you want to know what we are scouting? How, how can we not get these... One two million pound guys. Like Yama, you can't get one Yamas all the time. So you've no. got to you've got to keep scouting and even see even somebody signs Rogers made Safsky. Who the fuck told time to sign Nadia Safsky? Eh, sorry, Dyla. I was an absolute fast. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through some of Celtic signings, right? I just play the last few years, right? I'm going to hit you with a few of them, two seconds. No, it's, it's very... Signing policies are a joke, mate. Um, some of the stuff that... Some of the stuff where signing is just... It's just no update. Um, right, let's go through some of the signings, Ryan, right? The treatment like, figures for 2014, right? Right, go for it. Comper. Marvin Comper, right? Million pounds. That venue... The wee guy aye, 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 Ben, you. Kowasi, 3 million. Jack Kendry, 2 million. Doris DeVries, 750 grand. Gamboa, a million. Azagere, was alright, I suppose that was a sex sign name. Masonda, for Chelsea, 2 million loan. Daniel Alzani, for Man City, I think it was about half a million loan. Oliver Burke. Morgan, Bolling Goalie. Connell, O'Connor, Afalambe, Gutman, Perez, Soro, Kamara, Taylor, Sved, Tolian, Gary McKay Stevens, Cole, Kanzima, Richards, Kazim Richards, um, Scott Allen, Nadia Sifji, Yanko, Bailey, Blackett, Tonev, Berget, Skepovic, Wakaso. That must be about 40, 50 million of absolute garbage here, mate. That was just ones I'd seen and rocked in on. That's scary, that. I, yeah. I, 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 I'm sure Spekovic was two million pound, I know. That's not including Bayou. That's not including Bayou or Clamara or Soro up to now. See, see the guy Soro, right? We don't know what he's like. I know. We don't know. How, we don't know. But yeah, we're sitting to he's a flop because he's no playing. There's just the full things. Ah, the, the list could go on, couldn't it? Oh, it could, mate. Aye. Um, surely, as you're saying, mate, somebody that's bad at their job would be sacked. How's the scouts no being stepped back and going, you're sacked, you're sacked, you're sacked, you're sacked, and restructure the whole scouting system? How is that no being restructured? Because there's no been many successes there to. John Park went. Alright, John Park got a lot ran, but he made a lot of money for the club as well. So the scouting system to me, the, the scouting system alone should be that that should be where a lot of money's spent on. Mm-hmm. You should have the right scouts in there and have that structured right. If it has to be five million pounds, six million pounds a year to be, have scouts in, then that's what we need today. To then go out and find the talent before anybody else. Because I think we're sleeping at the wheel on that one. I think we've been sleeping for a few years, mate, with the And then, obviously, that statement, the last wee bit I, I want to talk about, mate, is the statement today. Um, just came out a few years ago, back in Lennon. Uh, it's an absolute disgrace, in my opinion. Um, I just don't know whether... See, for what I take for the article, they're basically saying, with any other options, we'll see you, we'll see you January, and then we'll go for there. Wait, we've still got games to play before then. We've got a cup final to play. It's just... There's two competitions. Three competitions. The Champions League, the Europa League, and the League Cup. And you're 13 points. You're going to let them do the... No, because it's got puckers in the Scottish Cup final and then puckers in the league. And you'd be left with a Scottish Cup to then fight for. That's, to me, I I don't see us winning any time soon. And it's hurting me to say that, but I just... I don't see... 
that team that's going to miraculously change your night. The only way that will change your night is if you bring a different manager in or that. Bring somebody in to help him, I don't know. Bring a Mark O'Neill, bring a Gordon Strachan. If he needs somebody to help him, admit it. Just say, I need mm-hmm. somebody else to help me. Or me, I'll be, I don't know. Somebody in to bring him to bring him back round because at the end of the day, nothing's going to let him get that ball. They're not getting rid of him anytime soon. And it's hurting the fans so much that it's fucking. I think I don't know how, how deep they let this whole dig before they, they pull the plug on it. We can see some of these comments now that it's psychological, they're, they're, they're this, they're leggy, they're this and that, but that all comes for yourself. How, how yeah. can how can this team last year that won all this success just go down like this? I, I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't care. It can't be fit. It can't be to be fitness as in your legs because I've been playing three games a week for fucking years, most yeah. years. So that and they've got a big enough squad to rotate. So I don't know where it's coming from. Or this nonsense. They're not interested in spending the money that's needed to try and rescue ten in a row. They're happy enough to just let that play out the way it goes. And to me, that's just total shambolic for the board. But to me, Agreed. I just, I'm no surprised anymore with Celtic and how they treat the fans and um, how they treat is the club. It's just a business at the end of the day. Team. That's where we need somebody to come in and buy a Peter Lawwell. Uh, no, Peter Lawwell, sorry, Dermot Desmond. I've heard a wee rumour, which I'll not say it about because it's private mm-hmm. and confidential for somebody. Um, there's a Celtic guy, Celtic-minded, that's meant to be going to um, put his offer towards Dermot Desmond. But whether that fucking Irish cunt will accept it is a different matter. <laughs> um, but this guy, if he did take care of Celtic, he would, he's a Celtic supporter. He goes mm-hmm. to every game. He's got a box at Celtic Park. He's got the money. So if this guy comes in, he'll do what the fans want because he's one of us. I don't see Dermot Desmond being one of us. Well, Peter Lawwell now just looks like he's just a businessman now. So it's, it's, I agree with everything you said there, mate. And then obviously, European game for uh, Thursday, the real game, it's, you don't want to say it's a dead rubber game because it's still a European game. It's still a chance to get money, co-fish and whatever. It's still a chance to win a game and put a performance in. They know where, where we start for there, to be fair. No, Lennon won't the noise team either. He'll probably go with the strongest team that he thinks possible. He will only give guys a chance. Well, this is a time that the fans would accept him giving guys a chance because at the end of the day, the guys who he thinks is the first oven or whatever are the best players. They're not doing it. So it's a chance to maybe blend in a, a youngster or blend mm. in your, like your David Tumbles and that and give them a chance. You know what I mean? The only way we're going to find out if these guys are any good your sorrows, your Kalamaras, well, well, seen a wee bit of Kalamara, Griffiths will get him fit, a Yeti, just try and get players fit, Anthony Ralston, I don't know, just bring boys in and give them a chance, because at the end of the day, we need a freshness as about us, we need new players mm-hmm. in, and we've got to give these boys a chance at some point. And also, a few questions for you, mate, put towards you as well. Um, who do you think would be the right man to take over then, in your opinion? No, even no, 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 the board level as in the manager. Who would be the right man to take over Neil Lennon? Eddie Howe, I would love, as I said before, Michael O'Neill or Graham Potter or Sam Ard. My four candidates would be him. Sam Ard, I'll just write up right away because I don't think they'd bring him in. He'd only be a short term. Mm-hmm. Eddie Howe, Graham Potter or Michael O'Neill for Stoke would be the three. Candidates, I'd be happy with if that's what the shortlist became. I've I've been Eddie Howe all along, mate. Um, since mm-hmm. this is all kind of came out, um, and also another question: we, we need a long term plan. I be day, a long term plan. It shouldn't be just the future. It shouldn't be six months a year. See, like if you're scouting players for what summer, see, soon the summer's done, you start scouting players for January the next summer, and it's got to be a a revolving door. Um, for me, the long-term plan is going to be a necessity at any club. I would say, if they're writing this season, which to me, 
You seem to be, there's going to be hundreds of changes at Celtic, no matter what. Peter Lowell's going to go. So if we know he's going to go, get somebody in, Celtic-minded, that's not going to try and dictate to managers, who's going to do the business side of it well, but no dictate the playing side of it, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, let him do that. Get him in the room. Identify him. Speak to him. Tell him how he sees the club. Get that run up. Get a scouting network set up. Get your John Park back if that's who you're going to be. Let him pick his own men. Let him spend money on setting the guys up who he wants. And whereabouts in the world he's got a target with so many men at this level and so many men in Australia, America, whatever it needs to be. Get a manager in and tell the manager, this is a scouting system. This is Get them all identified the new and get them in. If they're behind the scenes that we don't see the new, get them in and get everything done right. So when it does become the summer, that we'll then set up to go forward as a club. Because if we keep sleeping at the wheel with us, we're a big, massive car crash waiting to happen. And the new, I would say, the car crash is probably 60% done. It's just... Well, that's that's an odd question. It's an odd question on that. A guy, a guy's uh, asked us, how is this happening? It's just, a, it's just a car crash repeating all the time. And he's right, it is. It is. It's just... It's like a nightmare we keep waking up for, it? Aye. That's, it's, like, it's, like, it's a nightmare in your bed and you wake up and lose that too and you fall back into that same dream. Mm-hmm. This is just week on week. Well, the same things are happening and there's no changes happening at management, board level, anything. To me, I just feel we need Celtic-minded guys like fans mm-hmm. on the board. We need Celtic-minded guys who want to take the club forward. It's just no interest in making money. I know Celtic's just a business about making money. And it should never be that way. That's my opinion on that. I agree with you, mate. Um, we all know football clubs are a business and they need to run a business, but they've got a duty for the fans and the way the club is running, it's not really running like a club. It's running, as you say, it is running like a business now. It's not running, everything's not getting included. Um, and also, I've got another question here. Will Jose or Pep Guardiola work well or well? That's the question. <laughs> I've only made the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> and also, there's another, uh, another question here, mate, as well, which I quite, I don't think we've probably covered it. I don't know if we have, but I'll put it to you. Uh, do you. Do you think the board earn more personal wealth from the players' transfers than if the club qualifies for the Champions League? This might need looked into more. Well, Orwell gets bonuses no matter what, doesn't he? But I kind of, from my, from my perspective for that, I think what you may be saying is, did they get more money selling players like Edward Tierney? Did they get money for that? Then they had more money for qualifying. I thought it's the right now he's getting it. This, what Celtic or the, the, the board? I'm no... I, did the board get, get more personal wealth from oh, player right, transfers right, right, right. than qualifying for Europe? I... The, well, that's all going to Dermot Desmond, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. He'll be obviously handing bonuses at the banker and Dermot, um, to Peter Lawwell and stuff in his cell. I don't know. They won't be allowed to take so much of it. You know what I mean? Out of the club at particular times. But, oh, they'll begin to sell bonuses on Champions League. They'll begin to sell bonuses on, well, we've got 26 million for Kieran Tierney. So, I would say it's just all about making money. Where am I? They'll, they'll be happy to do all that. We've developed players were both in the Champions League it's just it's a money making business now let's be honest that's what it's all didn't they? they don't have the interest at heart that we have as supporters we would give our last 200 quid to make sure we could get help the club they would take mm-hmm. 200 quid out the club that's the difference oh, no. in the game. I think that's where the difference is well it's this season can has proved it it? fans have paid 600 pounds for season books they've paid for Virtual passes, pay for away games that they can't even get to. Guys, guys are paying on the new Adidas Adidas record deals. It's just, it's just a car crash repeating itself all the time, isn't it? And you don't really want to use statements like that because, but it just is. It's just no more good. I ain't the board up the. But just playing Russian roulette, in my opinion, now. Um, that's Uh, kind of my last word on it. It's just. Uh-huh. Can you agree, Mel, mate? It's very hard to kind of take in. Then obviously we're going to Thursday. 
well, of their podcast, obviously after the game Thursday. Hopefully get a result, but jank. See the way it's gone now, it's just don't get beat in it. Are they going to give him money in January to spend if he's still in the job? I'd like to think whoever was in charge they would get backed, but do you give him another £15 million to rectify this? I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him another £15 quid to rectify it, to be honest with you. That's my own opinion. So, unless in January he brings, just for talking to you beat Rangers, he brings in his, his, new, his new coaching staff or whatever, yeah, we get one or two players and we see fair enough, but I just can't see it. I, I, I think they've got their points before then. I think I don't think we'll beat Kamala next week. It's, it's, it's hard for me to say that, but I think Kamala quite good at having a game plan and setting up a structure. And I think that's what we do and we just find it impossible to break them down. I think that would just be it. As sad as it is. I've, it's been good to kind of vent our anger, mate, because there's a lot of anger. And I think some of the listeners and fans will kind of join us in the anger, mate, but I think now today's a day and we'll. I think anger spoke more than my half the night. Aye. <laughs> common sense, to be honest with you, mate. I'm absolute fuming. This is, we'll be back on in after the game and uh, Thursday we'll review the Mark game and hopefully we'll get a bit more perspective about um, the club, but. Until then, mate, thanks for your time, Robert, and I'll see you again, mate, on the Celtic Now and for our podcast. Thanks, Robert. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.